Okay. I am literally just sitting on my bed after <laughs> traveling back from Kerala. I went for four days and I came back and I just decided I'm going to film this podcast. And I've done a lot since the last episode that I uploaded and I feel like I really want to go back on to some of the experiences I have because I work as a research associate at a think tank called Sinoja Foundation and it is a very interesting, you know, place to work and coming right out of college, you know, being a research associate is something that I find so fascinating because not only do I get to write and keep writing and enjoy the process of it, like I don't lose touch with my academic ability to research and then, you know, make like like bodies of work. I am also being able to involve myself in organizing uh, roundtables and conferences. It's it's amazing. And the most recent thing was the biggest event that my company has, and it's called a conclave. So it's a three-day event, and. It is very fast-paced. So the people who attend are like policymakers, strategic thinkers, people from the military, people from like like the government. But we don't. We're non-partisans. We don't uh, directly involve ourselves with the government. It's more like a consultancy-based, relationship-based dynamic. It's it's amazing because we brought together people from all over the world, and when I mean all over the world, I mean Japan, Russia, Israel, um, the US, UK, people from the Indian military, Indian Navy, Indian Defense, like CEOs, it was, it was fascinating, and we just put them in the room and had them talk about different topics, and it was so fascinating listening to people talk about defense and in such a in-depth manner and in a way because they're trying to fix problems here. They're trying to really, really formulate decisions for policymakers to implement, you know, for the benefit of our country. And I find it so, so fascinating how I could be a part of this and be directly involved in making this happen. And it's, it's unlike any kind of organizing experience I've ever had. Normally, I have like helped in organizing cultural and like commerce fests. And sometimes, like the smaller events that you, you have to, like, like parties and things. But when you organize something like a conclave, it just makes you think of a larger-than-life kind of perspective because it's so much bigger than yourself. And in the moment, I think I kind of lost my bearings. Like, I kind of, like, I don't 
didn't feel the ground for a very long time so I didn't appreciate the moment of being so heavily involved with something like this. I was just working, working and making sure that you know everything is in place. But now that I have time to sit and really just think over everything and I'm exhausted, it's it's amazing. So aside from the lack of sleep and severe caffeination, <laughs> I think the highlight was definitely the networking and the kind of people I spoke to. I think that you can trust these people. Like I, I trust. I trust them. And I trust that what they're saying is coming from a genuine place of concern and a solution-based mindset. They want to fix things. And so whoever I interacted with, I kind of got a new perspective on something completely different. Like I would have never thought, okay, when I leave here today, I will know X, Y, Z. And I can't even, if I were to like explain all the topics that we covered, in the conclave, it, it would take an entire episode in itself, which is something if you guys are curious about me to do, I am, it would be a great idea, honestly, for me to sit down and, you know, explain as much as I learned from the process of organizing each session and what were the basic topics covered. I, I can totally do that for you guys, but let me know. Um, so as I was <laughs> saying, there was a lot of the technical aspects of it which was like making sure the the whole like presentation at the conclave went smoothly and there was there were a lot of grammatical errors which is something that pissed everyone off because how, how does how does a think tank make grammatical errors in like like on screen you know like instead of saying <laughs> oh my god this, this is so embarrassing but Instead of saying um, advisory, we had like a different spelling for advisory on board, or like on the on on screen, and the participants were telling us like it's it's not correct. You need to change that because in a room where you're filled with people who like either lead a company or lead like one aspect of the na- a nation, it's like. You can't make those kind of mistakes. So we immediately went back and we're like, oh, you have to change the whole PDF and, and fix that. So that was one aspect. And then another aspect is because it's such a condensed, you know, um, event, there's so much we're trying to fit in in such a short span of time. Like even three days was just not enough for us to like pack in everything that we wanted to be discussed. We had a total of 25 sessions and it was like a mix of round tables and panel discussions and like a two fireside chats and and in and solo uh, sessions as well, which is amazing. But it was more like, you know, you can't tell these people to like, okay, you know what, it's your 10 minutes up, please leave the stage, like we got to keep up with the schedule, like, no, you have to be polite and let them finish speaking and then carry on to the next session which actually caused such a big change because the agenda is the the main thing I I took control of. Like I basically studied the agenda inside out and created it. it we had to change sessions, the order of the sessions, the name of the sessions because 
whether they were coming, whether they were like virtual or virtual live or virtual recorded or physical, it was it was like a hassle. But it was there were changes to like the last minute, like to the last day, and it was that was the biggest thing that took a toll on me because the amount of patience I had to exercise. <laughs> I, I I think I'm a pretty patient person, but the thing is, this was on a whole new level because. I had to be. I couldn't lose it at anyone because my colleagues are much, 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 much older than me and much more dignified than a college graduate. No, I'm not. Just, I'm, I'm just saying like these people are much older than me. Uh, <laughs> I have to be understanding to the whole process of corp, not semi-corporate world, and it's. Responsibility, not gonna lie, but I'm so glad I got to do it because it taught me something. It taught me, you know, how to take charge of situations when they're being done on spot and how to exercise patience through the whole process of planning and accommodate changes and be flexible. And, and, and it taught me a lot about timing like, timing was something because we were working, I'm working with people who used to come from fields and careers that were strictly a time bound, they implemented that in our schedule, which is something we've never actually done before. And even though I'm, I've not been in planning for any of these functions in the past, I know for a fact that timing is something that they're extremely flexible with. And in this situation, you kind of like when chocolate block the timings. And it was, it was fascinating because none of it stayed by the end of it. We were like two and a half hours delayed. Day two ended only by like 8.30 and like we went home by 11. <laughs> day three was, day three was fascinating. It was, it was pretty, it was much more chill but we were all just exhausted by them because we had no sleep with our feet were killing us. We had like 15,000 things to do. Like it was, it was ridiculous but it was so worth it. Because now when I sit and think back, because I got some time to, you know, spend with myself and I had a really nice facial the day in Kerala, it was amazing. It really, like, I, I slept for two hours in the middle of the day and, oh my god, so the day I landed in, in like, Kerala, I slept from three in the afternoon till, uh, I think, twelve the next day. It was like, I don't know what, I'm not someone who can sleep that much in general, but I love sleep. But like, actually no, that's a lot. I can totally sleep that much. Um, I, I just, I just slept and I just, I didn't give a shit. I was just, I rewatched an entire show. I rewatched Fate, by the way. Wings Club is the show I grew up watching and they made a live remake of it. And like, it's a spin-off, it's called Fate. It's the Wing Saga. It's like Twilight Saga, but like not exactly the adaptation. Uh, they cancelled it, by the way. It's, I'm so fucking sad. I actually started a petition to have it, you know, like, you know, for them to continue, but that didn't get very far. Unless you guys can help me, but I'm totally going off topic. Oh my god, <laughs> this is what happens when I have zero energy and random spurts of motivation and no script. I just speak. <laughs> I guess that's the point of saying, you know, talking to you guys, because this is 
this is what I kind of miss out on doing with people on a day-to-day basis because most of my besties are just doing their own thing and then it's it's hard. Adulting is it's difficult, it's hard. So I enjoy having this shared safe space to chat with people who are willing to listen to me and have like a little fun and have a you know snack while you're listening to me because I I like talking to people and I think you guys are potential friends. <laughs> I, I don't know, this is getting too corny for me. I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> as I was saying, working as a researcher associate has been amazing and I am so happy that I got this experience. Yes, I immediately finished the conclave and then in a couple of days went to Kerala. But I consider Kerala something so common to my soul because I am 100% Malu by gen- like by my genetics. I was born and brought up in Bangalore, but I do, I am very much in touch with my roots, like my Malu roots. My Malayalam honestly is kind of poor to say the least, but my, I, I think my vocabulary is great, but I can't speak that fluently yet. I used to, but I will maybe one day say something I'm not having for you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this has been a nice little chat. I don't want to drag this on for too long and, you know, make it kind of redundant to listen to. So I'm going to tap it here and call it an evening. It's like past midnight and I can't wait to upload this and see what you guys have to say. I will chat with you all soon. I love you. Bye.